0: Welcome to A Congruent Life, where we share inspirational stories of authenticity and happiness. A Congruent Life is an interview project sharing the stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things, discovering their passions, and living authentic, amazing lives. Here's your host, Andy Gray.
1: Welcome back to A Congruent Life. This is episode five. I'm Andy Gray. Thank you for joining us today. I really do appreciate you downloading this program to your phone or listening to this in your car or the website, wherever you might be. And thank you again for sharing this time with us. I'm blown away by the positive response and support for A Congruent Life. In a very short amount of time, the first four episodes have been downloaded over a thousand times. Wow. Thank you. I'm humbled and grateful. I hope that you're finding these conversations to be inspiring and enjoyable. Please do keep providing your feedback about how to make this program more useful to you. What we're doing here is sharing the journeys and stories of people who are taking charge of their lives and living in an authentic way, whatever that might mean to them. One of those people is Joe Riley, a musician who I met a few years ago while he was touring. I really enjoyed connecting with Joe and was struck by his wisdom and deep sense of groundedness. I'm talking today to Joe Riley, a singer, songwriter, and educator who invites us to heal relationships, bring people together, and build community through his joyful and playful music. Joe, welcome to A Congruent Life.
2: Thanks, Andy. I'm happy to be here.
1: So today's a big day for you. This is the release day for your latest album, Greyhound Bus Tour.
2: Yeah, this has been um, a project that has been in the works for just over a year. But really, it's been a project, a a journey of my whole life. (laughs) So it's everything up to this moment that has gone into this album being uh, what it is today. So, yeah, I'm really excited and very grateful to many people who have made that possible.
1: So can you tell us a little bit about how this album came into being? How, as you say, everything has sort of led up to this?
2: Yeah, well, it was inspired by my very first music tour that I took, which wasn't really much of an organized tour. I bought a 60-day bus pass on Greyhound, and I traveled the country, and I stopped where I could, you know, where I knew I had friends to stay with. would just kind of play out wherever I could in parks, on street corners, um, in the subway stations. I stopped in front of the White House and played. Sometimes I would actually get real gigs, but mostly I was just trying to put my music out to the universe and figure out what path is here for me to to share this music and to share these songs that are in my heart. So this album now, which is, you know, more than 10 years after that original tour, is kind of like a look back and to see that all this growth that I've had personally and musically are reflected in this album. And I kind of say, like, it's a musical postcard to my younger self. So it's kind of like reaching back in time and and saying to that younger version of myself, like, hey, it's okay, there is a way, you know? (laughs) you can do this and and the way through it is really through community like there will be people along this journey who are going to help you and support you and so hopefully by doing that I could you know inspire others who are trying to live their dream whether it be music or art or any kind of a creative life that they could feel that much more empowered to do that and to trust that
1: So what are some interesting experiences that you had during that tour of riding a bus around the country for 60 days, especially maybe some about community?
2: Yeah, well, there's certainly a community that's formed on the bus itself. And it's really interesting because there's just a very diverse mix of people, race, class, age, background, nationality. You know, there was a lot of different languages that I heard spoken on the bus, and when you're in that confined space and you're traveling for you know two or three days at a time, going to the next stop, you kind of get a little bit of a bond with those people. <laughs> I just remember specifically that the realization that what a privilege it is to have your own car and to be able to control your time as you reach a certain destination if you have access to private transportation, and what a disadvantage. So many people are at in this country who don't have that privilege because, you know, we might be trying to get to a certain destination at a certain time. We might be several hours late, (laughs) you know. So I just remember realizing like, wow, to travel in this way really means to not only trust the universe and a, and a higher power, but also to, like, surrender to being a part of a community, <laughs> realizing that it's not just me that needs to get to a certain place, but all these people have to get to a certain place, and we're going there together. And so I think that was kind of, like, one of the biggest insights on the bus itself. But then along the way, the places I stopped, I, I soon realized, like, it, it's all about the connections with people with friends and family and strangers who became friends along the way, that that's what it's about. It's about connecting and it's about building relationships and investing in those relationships. And that might sound obvious to other people, but for me, that was like a big awakening to have. And it's one that I continue to return to, you know, trying to like have certain kind of achievements in my own life or in my music. And just coming back to that, that insight of, that this is, it's about connecting and it's about uh, relationships with other people and as well with, with the earth and with my environment
1: around me too. It must have been quite an experience to reach out into those uncomfortable places of uh, making connections with, with strangers, of entering into a community without really knowing the people and having to be reliant on the kindness and generosity of strangers.
2: Yes, and I think it that was intentional on my part because that is difficult for me to do. I'm not, I, I mean, I, I'm outgoing to a certain extent, but I'm, I think also naturally kind of shy and more reserved, especially in like a social kind of situation like that. And so it was a challenge to myself to say, hey, like this is bigger than than me. This is bigger than my fear. So let's just put this out here and see what happens. I do remember because at that time, back in, it was 2001, you know, performing for me was still very new, and singing in front of other people was still pretty new, and in order to cope with some of that anxiety of doing it in a public place, I usually wear contacts, and on the tour, I had my glasses, and I would just take my glasses off, so everybody around me looked blurry, so I could kind of, like, more easily um, blend in, I guess, and and let other people kind of blend in and not have to see people directly. And that helped me at the time. Thankfully, I don't have to do that anymore and I can sing in front of people and feel comfortable now. But it's taken a lot of practice and that tour was like, yeah, the first big um, opportunity for me to to practice kind of working with some of that fear.
1: Journey and pilgrimage seems to be a pretty big theme in your message and in your music. And you've alluded to that in this latest album and the, the themes behind it. How did you find yourself personally on this, this path, this, uh, this musical path that's been interwoven with this spiritual path?
2: Well, I think it kind of flowed pretty naturally from my parents. They both are singers and they both are musicians. And I grew up with them singing a lot around the house but also singing in our local church. I I was raised Catholic and they would kinda of sing what I call Catholic folk music, like with acoustic guitars. And at the time when I grew up I kind of resented it, like I was embarrassed by it and I was like, This is kinda of weird. But I have, you know, since realized like that was such a gift. They gave me a real lived experience of not only making music, but making music in a way that is an expression of spirituality and a celebration
1: of life and of community. Through your music, you invite us to heal our relationships uh, with ourselves, with each other, with the earth. Why is this important to you, And, and how do you see your music playing a part in that?
2: Well, I really just hope that my music can water some positive seed in people and in our society. And I know that it's just a humble offering, you know, maybe just a small ripple in the big ocean. But I hope that it can lend itself to the healing and to the the harmony that is already happening. Because I believe it, it really is, in spite of the many, many negative things we hear. There are so many examples of people and communities doing really amazing things and doing positive things, just really simple things. And I guess for me, it's been recognizing how some of those negative influences in society have led me astray in certain ways or pain or suffering into my own life and how it's been a big part of my journey to get back to that, that true self, that more whole and aligned part of myself. I guess I, I would like my music also just to, to be an invitation and a, a bridge or a support to those people who are also discovering similar things. Maybe we realize we have addictions or habits that are destructive to ourselves or to our relationships. And so we have to, um, you know, wake up to that. And then there's a lot of work to mend that that harm that's been caused. It's not necessarily our own individual fault, but we have agency in, in, you know, how we choose to respond to that, you know, what we've inherited. In my own life, there was, I came from a very loving home and my parents were really wonderful in many ways. And as with any family, there's a lot of pain and suffering as well. And, and in my dad's family in particular, there's a history of alcoholism. And so just kind of experiencing firsthand how that disease can affect relationships and families so deeply. So it's just part of my path, I guess, has just been trying to recover and reestablish and reconnect with the positive and healing forces that are within me and, and around me. And so I just want my music to be part of that or an expression of that. And if it can be helpful to other people I hope I hope that it is, you know. I mean music is it serves so many things, it's like so many layers. Like it it can be just pure entertainment, it can be educational, it can be inspiring, it can be moving, it can be a prayer. I just hope my music can be some of all of those things. <laughs>
1: To follow up on on the notion of community and, and bridges and healing, let's share a wonderful track from Greyhound Bus Tour called We Are.
0: We are on a path of healing. We are feeling what we're feeling. Circles of recovery, we are a rediscovery of who we really be. Communities of the heart, and we are communities of the heart, and we are communities of the heart, and we are. As a story, it's yours to say Be brave, be not afraid With faith we are made and we become a part of this river that's flowing, this garden that's growing The The garden garden of of your heart. heart Put away your weapons, I don't need knives or guns, all I need is my journal and lyrics eternal From my pen to the pages, to this river that rages, be brave and courageous Calm down your flow Breathe with what you know, take it easy and slow and let go We are on a path of healing. We are feeling what we're feeling. We are circles of recovery. And we are a rediscovery of who we really be. Communities of the heart. And we are communities of the heart. And we are communities of the heart. And we are. are For your truth, mentor the youth For those who walk behind us Leave compassion and kindness Make space to write poetry Take time to know the trees Pines, oaks, and hickories Beware of the trickeries Of our society's material illusions We suffer from delusion and pollution Come back to the solution It's wonderful and pleasant To be alive with you right here And now in the present We are on a path of healing We are feeling what we're feeling Circles of recovery And we We are are A rediscovery Of who we really be Communities of the heart And we are Communities communities of the heart And we are Communities of the heart And we are we are are We are Our lives are our prayers We turn over our cares and concerns These lessons have been learned Through our own experiences Day to day we look beyond appearances So we can say I can really see you And you're wonderful just as you are Cause we are on a path of healing And we are feeling what we're feeling And we are circles of recovery And we are discovery of who we really be Communities of the Heart and we We are Communities of the Heart and we We are Communities of the Heart and we We are. we We are. are
1: So, Joe, can you tell us a bit about the story behind this track?
2: Yeah, I I wrote this song several years ago when I was on a retreat at a Buddhist monastery that I go to in France called Plum Village. I was part of a discussion group. People were just sharing from the heart. And in that practice, that's that's part of the practice is to share what's happening from your own experience and from your heart. I realized how much that helped me, like hearing other people share and then having the chance to share myself. And then I also realized, oh, I've had this experience before. I've had this experience in 12-step recovery groups. I've had this experience in other spiritual communities. I've had this experience with friends and with loved ones and family. I've had this experience in talking circles. And in the Native American communities that I'm part of, in in different ceremonies and um, gatherings, and and I realize the important thing is to come from the heart, and it's not so much you know whether you are Buddhist or Catholic or Muslim or Jewish or whatever kind of religious affiliation you have. It's more about coming from that sincere place and coming from a, a, a spiritual place, and so. I guess that song just came out of that retreat, and it was inspired by that realization that our connections are much stronger and deeper than our divisions or our perceptions of, of
1: division. You've had some really diverse spiritual influences in your life: Catholicism, as you said, progressive Catholicism, Native American spirituality. You're part Cherokee. Uh, you mentioned the engaged Buddhism and studying with Thich Nhat Hanh for many years. Mm-hmm. Do you have some reflections about how each of these have affected who you are today?
2: Yeah, they all have helped to inform and guide my path. I think all of those different communities have helped to support and nurture my music and to really ground my life and my music in a place of fullness, a place of love, a place of peace. And because, you know, when I took that original tour back in 2001, I wasn't quite sure how to to, to find that grounding. And so through my growth and my path over the years, it, those are different communities that have given me that kind of anchor, that rootedness in something solid, which I feel like is so vital to everyone and especially in our society because there's a lot of what I say in that song is like material illusions. You know, there's a lot of things that are put, in front of us, um, especially younger people, and especially if you're trying to be a musician, (laughs) you're kind of showing these different material values of success. And what I found out pretty soon was for me, that didn't really sustain me. Those things were not going to help me to feel happy and healthy and whole. And so what the spiritual communities and teachings have given me is a way to kind of, it's kind of the soil to grow my, my music from and my whole life, not not only my music, but my whole life. So I just, I owe a lot of gratitude to those people and those communities who have helped me in those ways.
1: The mission of the A Congruent Life Project is to share stories of authenticity. What does living authentically or congruently mean to you?
2: It means being guided by a higher power uh, um whether that's God or the Great Spirit or however you call that divine force. So something deeper than just economy or kind of the material world. And so trying to make decisions and and live my life based on that higher power for me is how I try to live a congruent life. And also realizing that I, I can't do that perfectly and that I do my best and that um, the great thing is, in my experience, God or the great spirit is very accepting and, and loving unconditionally. And I, I am really humbled and grateful for that.
1: What would you consider to be some of your notable failures, and what have they taught you?
2: <laughs> well, it's all kind of a failure. I mean, it's no, that's not true. It's not a failure, I, I guess. Well, I can tell you one specific uh experience um around that time i think it was after the greyhound bus tour but it was still like pretty early on in my music career the uh, evening at the apollo talent search came to detroit and i auditioned and i got in and was pretty excited to share my song and i had the backing of this great band and it was at the detroit opera house which was a beautiful venue and um you know i got like couple bars into the song and got booed off the stage, which is kind of the nature of that show, that was really difficult. (laughs) Um, But even looking back at that, I could see that that wasn't a failure because I was honestly sharing my music. It was just, uh, it it helped me realize like, okay, kind of this pop music competition style thing is not my place. It's not what's going to help me to grow and progress as a musician. So it helped me to kind of realize that. And, and I guess at the time, it, it felt like a failure. I, I guess, you know, my original comment, like, it's all a failure, it, it can easily feel like that because there's always somebody doing something bigger and something better. But the important thing is, for me has been to, like, realize, like, you know what, what I have to offer is important too. And it might not be, like, a, a big deal, but that's okay. <laughs> like I'm, I'm just doing my part to, like, hold up my little piece of the world here and hold up my little heart and, you know, it's going to be part of this much bigger thing that's happening. So I guess that's the, the biggest lesson for me to answer your question, like in a really roundabout way. It, it all seems like a failure, but really none of it is. <laughs> if I'm coming from a true place, if I'm coming from my heart, it's all soil and compost to, to help me grow.
1: So I guess we're not gonna see you on American Idol anytime soon.
2: Probably not, no, no. I you know, I really don't I, I watch some of those shows like The Voice. Sometimes they're kinda of fun, but ultimately I, I come back to this place of you like, you know what, it's that's really not as much about the music. It's more about this creating this sense of competition, which, you know, has its place and can be valuable. But I think for me, yeah, it's just about sharing my voice. It's not so much about being judged or judging others. I don't think I'll be an American Idol. (laughs) I don't think I'll be trying out for it.
1: (laughs) Well, there's that theme of congruence again. (laughs) So what is next for you? Uh, You've got the release of this album, and and what are you up to these days?
2: Yeah, well, I'm just going to continue to share my music. I've been really blessed with a, a wonderful relationship with a, a woman named Allison who plays piano. She plays on a couple songs on the album and sings on a couple songs as well. So we've been doing more of a, a duo performance as well. She she also writes her own songs. And so to be able to share music with her in that way has been really exciting. And so I'm looking forward to continuing on that adventure in music and love. And yeah, I just, I'm just i going to keep cultivating the soils of the spirit path and paying attention to the, the music that comes out of that.
1: Is there a final thought that you'd like to leave our listeners with regarding authenticity?
2: I just would encourage others to, um, to share their voices as well, authentically, in whatever ways make sense to them. This uh, music and song is is one way that really has a lot of relevance in my life and I hope it can be helpful to others. But I think whatever way that we share our voices in a way that's true to ourselves and our hearts is going to help others, and it helps the world. So I just encourage others to uh, to follow their their hearts and their paths as well.
1: And how can our listeners engage with you?
2: Well, check out the, the new album. I have a website, which is that's JoeReilly.org. That's J-O-E-R-E-I-L-L-Y dot O-R-G. You can find out information about the album there. You can hear samples of the songs. You can buy or download the album. Yeah, you can also see you know, where I'll be performing. Mostly I perform around the Midwest, but I do an annual West Coast tour. Hopefully I could see you in person and we can uh, enjoy some live music together. That's always the best way, I think.
1: Joe's latest album is Greyhound Bus Tour. Joe Riley, thank you very much for spending this time with us and sharing your stories.
2: Thank you, Andy. I really appreciate it.
1: I hope that you enjoyed that conversation with Joe Riley, including Greyhound Bus Tour, Joe's recorded seven albums, which you can find on Joe's website, joeriley.org and on Earthwork Music. I'll link to those on the episode page. Since this is episode number five, you can access the webpage for this episode by going to acongruentlife.net slash five, the number five in your web browser. Thanks again for being here and listening to A Congruent Life. One of the most valuable things you can do to support the show is to leave a positive review on the iTunes store. If you're already subscribed to A Congruent Life in iTunes, you can simply go to the show and click leave a review. If not, click the iTunes link on our webpage to get there and perhaps even consider subscribing. It's totally free and you'll automatically get each episode as it's published. Thanks again. We'll see you next Wednesday.
0: Thanks for listening to A Congruent Life. For more, please visit us on the web at acongruentlife.net. Do you have feedback about the show or suggestions for future guests? Please contact us through the website or send an email to feedback at a congruentlife.net. See you next time.